So you go to your favorite supplement store, let's say the vitamin shop, to restock on pre-workout for the month, and you pick one up, and in the ingredients list, it says it contains shatali resin. Now, you don't think too much of it, right? Because it seems like every day there's a new magical supplement out on the market that does a variety of magical things that'll transform your performance overnight. But it does get you thinking about what this Shatali resin is. And as you spend more time and research into Shatali resin, you find a lot of miraculous claims about it. But are any of these claims true? And what exactly is this substance? Well, let's talk about the science behind that. Welcome to the science behind that with Atticus Hamilton. Hello, all you scientists. Welcome on back to the science behind that podcast. Um, I'm your host, Atticus Hamilton. And I hope all of you had a great Christmas and a great New Year's Um I know I did. It was really, really, really good to get back and be with family uh, for a long period of time. I know probably too long, Um, but it was really nice. It was a well-needed break uh, from my job, (laughs) and uh, I hope you guys got a nice break as well. It's that time of the year again, the time for New Year's resolutions, and um, I think the episode on Friday is going to be talking about just that, New Year's the psychology behind New Year's resolutions. Um, And I know that there's a big group of people out there that uh, swear by it, and then there's also a big group of people that say that it does nothing um, or that it's bad behavior or something. I don't know. Everyone has something to complain about. Um, But So we're going to be diving into that, uh, and today we're going to be talking about Chitali resin. Uh, Now, I, I actually don't know how many of you have heard of this before. Uh, it was kind of new to me, um, but I guess it's this resinous material um, that has a variety of different health, positive health effects attributed to it, and it, it, it sounds mainly like um, snake oil. But uh, we're going to get into it, and before we do that, I'd like to invite all of you to go grab yourselves a nice steaming hot cup of coffee, add a little bit of maple syrup to it, and uh, we're going to jump right into today's episode. So what is shatali? So shatali resin um, is a organic resinous substance found primarily in the Himalayas, and it's formed... Um, through the gradual deposition of certain plant materials by the actions of microorganisms. So basically, at higher elevations that you find in the Himalayas, certain plant species, and I don't know what those are, they, they die and the detritus uh, builds up and it's broken down by microorganisms and those microorganisms produce waste, and that waste is shatali resin. Um, so it's it's uh it's used currently as like a dietary supplement, and I I personally found it in um a pre workout I think in an ingredients label on a pre workout. I didn't really know what it was, uh, so I was curious about it, and then that 
spurred the idea for this episode. Um, but going back farther than that, it has been used uh, for centuries in traditional Chinese, traditional Tibetan, Nepali, and uh, Indian medicine, um, or traditional medicine, I guess, if you want to call call it that. Um, and there are a variety of different, I guess, health effects that are attributed to shatali resin. Um, and uh, so... They say it can treat Alzheimer's disease, low testosterone level, chronic fatigue, aging, high altitude sickness, iron deficiency, infertility, heart health, muscular endurance, strength, performance. And, you know, as as an educated populace, the first thing when we hear that a substance can do all these miraculous things is take it with a grain of salt, right? Because... You know, when people sold snake oil in the 1800s, they would say the exact same thing, that it was a magic cure-all. And in reality, it doesn't look like that's the case for shatali resin. And it looks like with much of these herbal supplements that we see, a lot of their methods of action just come down to free radical scavenging and uh, antioxidant activity. Um, so what is Shatali resin? Generally, it is 80% of the mass of Shatali is composed of humic substances like humic acid, um, and other organic acids. And then the other 20% or, and then 20% of its weight as well is potassium, calcium, magnesium, and Within that complex, you also have a variety of amino acids, primarily glycine, um, some proteins, and then bioactive compounds such as caffeic acid and galeic acid. And um, both caffeic and galeic acid, they're just pretty effective antioxidants. Um, And then in addition to that, you have some heavy metals, including chromium, selenium, and cobalt. And that sort of makes sense, right, considering what... uh, Shatali resin is, which is basically just metabolic byproduct of um, uh, detritive uh, of decomposing microorganisms or of microorganisms that are involved in decomposing plant detritus, right? And that kind of makes sense that you'd see all sorts of different um, proteins and amino acids and phytoactive compounds in there, considering what it is. Humic acids are um, really important organic molecules. They, it's an entire class of compounds, uh, of uh, organic compounds, that play a, 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 an essential role in improving soil characteristics for plant growth and um, agronomic parameters. Uh, and a lot of sources of humic acids include coal, lignite, soils, and other organic materials, i.e. materials that are produced from once-living organisms, and so that includes shatali resin, right? Um, and so, a lot of the the claims for the benefits, I couldn't actually find research in. Um, there is... 
there's not a lot of research, honestly, into the effects of Shatali. And um, if you just go to Google Scholar, it's kind of insidious, right? Because there's a lot of pseudoscience uh, papers, and I'm using air quotes, but there's a lot of pseudoscience papers uh, on Google Scholar that are talking about all the miraculous benefits, but in reality, there's not a lot of information or research on it. So there is one paper, Effect of Shatali on Memory, Anxiety, and Brain Monomines in Rats, and I'll spare you the detail, the the deep biochemical details of this paper, but ultimately what the researchers found was that Shatali res- resin increased um, dopamine levels, but that was about it. Um, and they didn't really see that it had any other effect on the brain um, and on various neurotransmitter levels in the rat's brains. Um, and overall, it pretty much just increased dopaminergic activity, which explained the observed nootropic uh, effects of the drug, right? Increased attention span, etc. Now, keep in mind, this was on rats, so the the physiological application of the rat study to humans may differ a little bit, um, but that kind of makes sense, right? Because dopamine is the feel-good chemical, but other than that, uh, our brains are constantly producing dopamine um, because it's really important for smooth muscle movements, right? Um, that's where Parkinson's disease comes from, right? Uh, Parkinson's disease, a massive aspect of it is that the brain has difficulty producing dopamine levels that are sufficient for sustained smooth muscular movements, which is what causes the jitteriness and the shaking. Um, and so we, this study has shown that, uh, showed that Shatali resin increased uh, dopamine levels in the brain, which could be attributed to feeling good um, and, I guess... Assisting with mus- motor uh, actions, you know, muscle movements. Um, but th- that appeared to be the extent of the action of Shatali resin on the brain. Um, there are other studies. Um, I found uh, another investigation here um, that suggests that Shatali resin has... Um, antioxidant properties well we, that is something we know that has cognitive and memory enhancing properties dopamine anti-diabetic properties anti-lytic properties uh, anti-allergic uh, properties and immunomodulators uh, antioxidants we'll get into that anti-inflammatory again antioxidant we'll get into that analgesic antifungal um Positive interaction with other pharmacological agents, uh, protective properties at high altitudes, neuroprotective uh, agent against cognitive disorders, etc. Um, and so, there again, there's not a lot of um, uh, research into it. There's a few studies, but let let's dive into this. So the the main active ingredient, if you will, in Shatali resin is the galleic acid and the caffeinic acid, and both of these are extremely potent antioxidants, right? 
Now, what is an antioxidant? Basically, all an antioxidant is, is it's a compound that is able to scavenge free radicals. Now, what is a free radical? A free radical is any molecule that has an unpaired electron in an atomic orbital, right? Um, now, why is that important? Well, for those of you who it's been a while since you took a chemistry class or who are unfamiliar with free radical chemistry, if you have a, a molecule, generally it's in the form of like a, a, a free atom, um, but if you have a molecule that has an unpaired electron in the outer valence shell, um, it's a very aggressive molecule because it wants to fill that shell. So the most stable elements on the periodic table are the noble gases, right? Now, why is that? Because they have a complete shell of valence electrons, right? They have a complete octet. Um, and so the atoms or the molecules that have an incomplete octet where they have one or two free electrons are very aggressive. And it's especially um, relevant when you have atoms where they only have their they only have one electron in their outer shell. Um, and those atoms are going to scavenge electrons. So they're gonna look for um, they're gonna look for sources for electrons that they can easily take an electron from to complete their octet. Now, there is a variety, there is an abundance of research out there that shows the detrimental effects of free radicals on the body. Generally, in, in, in the body or in the clinical sphere, the, the big ones are like reactive oxygen species and uh, reactive nitrogen species. Um, and these molecules are going to steal electrons from a variety of different sources, from muscle tissue, from um, new, various molecules, you know, nutrients, micronutrients in the body. And this is going to cause a variety of different effects, immunodetrimental de effects, mus detrimental muscular effects, etc. And there's also a lot of research that shows that antioxidants are beneficial, right? Because they basically negate the effects of the free radical because they bind up the free radical by sharing an electron with it. So they neutralize it. And through that process of neutralization, you no longer have this reactive species that can hinder the activity of the immune system or muscle growth or neurotransmitter growth, or wound healing. And we know this because all of the methods of action in the body, for the most part, are carried out by the production of compounds or hormones or various chemicals, right? The entire process by which the immune system talks to one another is through um, chemical signaling, right? Macrophages produce a variety of different cytokines, and those cytokines alert the immune system to various things. And when you have reactive species in here, they can augment the way in which those hormones and those molecules produced by the immune system or by the muscle cells, they can augment the way that those substances work. And that can hinder the activity of your immune system or your muscle growth or wound healing, etc., right? And so 
that's the general biochemistry and physiology behind why antioxidants are good for you and how they work is they're just removing that free radical. So when we look at Chitali resin and that the vast majority of the bioactive compounds are galeic and caffeinic acid, which are potent antioxidants, all they're going to be doing is they're just going to be removing those free radicals. Now, that's not to say they're not doing anything, right? Because obviously they're doing something. Antioxidants are good for you. Um, but what that means is it explains the effects that are reported with Chitali resin. People say that it accelerates wound healing. Is that true? I'm not sure. I couldn't find a lot of research in that sphere. But if that is the case, it makes sense because we know that antioxidants help with wound healing. Um, I did an entire report in college on the antioxidant effects of mangroves and how they demonstrate an acceleration of wound healing. Why? It's because they are turpentine and phenol rich, both of which are classes of compounds that are highly, highly uh, strong antioxidants. Um, and so that would explain the wound healing if there is wound healing with Chitali re resin. We know from the other study that it seems like it increases dopamine levels. Now, the process by which that occurs wasn't highlighted so you know there are other active ingredients in this substance that could be explaining why it increases the uh, dopaminergic effects in the brain um, but that's probably separate from the antioxidant effects but as for like um, increased muscular recovery etc again that's going to come back down to the antioxidants uh, and those are going to remove those free radicals which uh, hinder the muscle's ability to recover. Therefore, it's going to help the muscle's ability to recover from strenuous exercise. It's going to help the immune system. The, uh, the, the less uh, reactive oxygen and nitrogen species you have in your body that are removed by antioxidants, the better off you're going to be, basically. So the moral of the story is it appears that the vast majority of the beneficial effects of Chitali resin are simply caused from the two um, uh, antioxidants present within it. And so I think that that's important to know, right? Because it's not some sort of magic cure-all. It's just a really strong antioxidant source. But so are blueberries or echinacea or... Um, lingonberries. Um, there are a variety of other plant sources out there that are very, very strong antioxidants. Chamomile. Um, that, you know, Chitali resin isn't cheap either. It's, it's, it's kind of expensive. And so I feel like it is a, it's just another one of those things, right? Where, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of promises and in reality, it's not everything it's promised to be, right? You know, the the suppliers of, of this substance are saying, oh, it does all these things, it's a magic cure-all, but the reality is it's it doesn't do those things because it has a special pharmacological agent in it. It just does those things because it's a strong antioxidant. 
I mean, a one ounce container of shatali resin is $40. Um, so it's definitely not cheap. And, you know, how long does it say one ounces will last you? You know, if you do it every day, 150 days. Um, but it just, I don't know. It, it to me, it, it seems like, uh, it's just one of those things where there's all these promises about it, but at the end of the day, it's just because of, it just works because of the antioxidants. And there are better antioxidant sources out there um, that are cheaper. But there still should be research done, uh, more research done to see maybe, hey, are there any active pharmacological agents in there other than the caffeic acid and the galeic acid? that function in ways other than antioxidant activity. Um, but nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you today. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Science Behind That podcast. Um, since the holidays are over, we're going to get back to our regular schedule here. Um, yeah, I hope all of you enjoyed the episode. I hope you had a great holiday Um, And as always, ladies and gentlemen, remember, stand up and question everything.